Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Upper 50s, winds out of the west, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, clear skies, low of 36 with light and variable winds. Then tomorrow, just increasing clouds with a high of 56 degrees, tracking rain starting on Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans and the First Alert Weather Center. 59 in the nation's capital. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm John Doman. I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. Multiple breaking stories this afternoon. First, the mother of the Newport News, Virginia, six-year-old who shot his teacher during class earlier this year is sentenced to two years behind bars. Also breaking, Israel's military says it mistakenly killed three hostages being held by Hamas in Gaza. It was on a list of potential closures. Now the Potomac Yard Metro Station could see massive crowds. I'm Kate Ryan. School zone speed cameras going up soon in this Northern Virginia school district. I'm Neil Augenstein. The Washington Commanders are back this Sunday to face the Rams after a bye week. What's left to play for? Three o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Wendy Gillette. Israel's military is acknowledging three hostages were killed by friendly fire. Israelis are in shock after soldiers shot and killed three hostages in a case of mistaken identity. The incident occurred during a firefight with Hamas gunmen in Gaza City. The army said the hostages were mistaken for terrorists and described the incident as a tragedy. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. The military says it has launched an investigation. Attacks launched by Yemen-based Houthi rebels in the Red Sea are affecting trade. Shipping company Maersk says it's instructed vessels that were supposed to pass through the southern Red Sea to pause their journeys until further notice. Correspondent David Martin from the Pentagon. The Houthis have said they're going to keep this up as long as the Israeli offensive continues in Gaza. So the U.S. doesn't want to take this job on uh, by itself. Jurors are deliberating how much two former election workers in Georgia should be awarded after Rudy Giuliani claimed they helped steal the 2020 election. CBS's Scott McFarlane on the tens of millions in damages they're seeking. Plaintiff's attorney is arguing that you have to send a message to prevent this from happening again, that conspiracy theories and disinformation are sowed to the detriment, to the pain involving threats against two ordinary Americans. The punitive damages have no estimated dollar amount. Michigan State University has reached settlements with the families of three students who were killed in a mass shooting. The attorney for the family of Alexandria Werner says they'll receive about $5 million from MSU. MSU did the right thing. They stepped up. He says the case was never about blaming the school. It was never about that. It was about promoting the legacy of Alex Werner. Werner, along with Brian Frazier and Ariel Anderson, were shot to death during the mass shooting on February 13th. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. A British teen who disappeared six years ago was found in southern France. Greater Manchester Police Assistant Chief Chris Sykes. Alex and his family remain our focus. And we still have some work to do in establishing the full circumstances surrounding his disappearance and where he has been in all those years. Former First Lady and naturalized citizen Melania Trump spoke at a naturalization ceremony at the National Archives. For me, reaching the milestone of American citizenship marked the sunrise of certainty. 
It was a rare public appearance for Melania Trump. Stocks are mixed on the final day of the trading week. The Dow is down 56 points. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 303 on WTOP on this December 15th, 2023. Sunny skies, and we're sitting at 58 degrees. And good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm John Doman with the top local stories that we're following this hour. The doomsday budget released by Metro earlier this week included the closure of the Potomac Yard Metro station in Alexandria because it has so few riders. But that station also one of the key reasons the Capitals and Wizards are considering a potential move to a $2 billion sports and entertainment complex right across the Potomac River. WTOP's Kate Ryan kicks off our team coverage. Alexandria City Mayor Justin Wilson says there's lots of work ahead if team owner Ted Leonsis moves the Caps and the Wizards to the city. And the Potomac Yard Metro station is at the heart of those transportation plans. There is no way that the current station could accommodate uh, this use as is. Metro General Manager Randy Clark, who told reporters Thursday he had no involvement in discussions of the deal, agrees. Uh, It does have a large mezzanine, which could be helpful for some crowd management, but people have to get up there. So, I mean, if it's a $2 billion investment, I would like to think that there will be some type of interaction with us to, to do that. WTOP asked Wilson about Clark's insistence that he wasn't involved in any discussions on the move. Wilson said in an email to WTOP that he couldn't provide a TikTok on the communications but that the city and WMATA are, quote, in sync and will collaborate on investments moving forward. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, could these new plans to move the Wizards and Caps to Alexandria help Metro address a deficit of $750 million? Something Virginia lawmakers are asking. More from WTOP's Mitchell Miller today on the Hill. The Potomac Yard Metro currently is one of the system's least used stations. But Virginia Senator Tim Kaine says the need to ramp up its capacity for sports fans could help Metro overall. Possibly this announcement might provide more incentive for the General Assembly and Governor in Virginia to do something significant on Metro funding. Metro's latest budget has proposed widespread cuts in service if it doesn't get more money. It's estimated Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. would need to come up with more than $660 million to avoid serious cutbacks. And down the line, the Potomac Yard Station would need additional work to expand when fans begin attending games in Alexandria. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. A former senior living resident has pleaded guilty to killing two employees at the facility in Capitol Heights. State's attorney Aisha Braveboy spoke to reporters just moments ago when WTOP's Cheyenne Corinne was there. She joins us live now. Hi, John. Well, State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy called this double homicide unbelievably sad and vicious. So she's seeking a sentence of life for 63-year-old Roy Batson. Prosecutors say Batson pleaded guilty today to shooting and killing 46-year-olds Makita Adams and Michelle Motang in 2021. Now, both victims worked at the National Church Residence Gateway Village Senior Living Facility in Capitol Heights. And that's also where Batson lived. This afternoon, Braveboy called going 
going, recalled going to the living facility soon after the shooting happened and seeing the victim's bodies and family members distraught. Live in Upper Marlboro, Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. All right, also breaking this afternoon, it's two years behind bars as the sentence handed down today to the mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his teacher at a Newport News Elementary, Newport News, Virginia Elementary School earlier this year. Deja Taylor pleaded guilty back in August to state felony child neglect. Taylor's son told investigators he got his mother's handgun by climbing onto a drawer to reach her purse. He later shot his teacher, Abby Zwerner, in front of her first grade class in Newport News. Last month, Deja Taylor was sentenced to 21 months in federal prison for using marijuana while owning a gun. It can be a deadly equation when you take children walking near schools and add a speeding car. One Northern Virginia school system is about to add another reason for drivers to slow down. Fauquier County, right near Coleman Elementary and Marshall Middle Schools. Today, there's just a yellow 25-mile-an-hour school zone sign and flashing lights. Next month, school zone speed cameras will be installed in front of a total of 12 county schools. Any driver going 11 miles an hour or more above the speed limit will be sent a $100 citation, but no points against their license. The sheriff says once the cameras are turned on, speeders will get a warning for the first 30 days. After that, it'll cost you $100. In Fauquier County, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. Well, coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. 2024 will bring bigger bills for BGE customers. I'm Ian Crawford. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. 308 traffic and weather on the 8s and Bob Imler's in the WTLB Traffic Center. Friday afternoon, good weather and lots of traffic as a result. Southbound on Route 3 at Wadchapel, it is a work zone. You get by single file. This has traffic backing up on I-97 southbound, getting to the exit to go south on Route 3. And on uh, southbound 210 at Fort Washington Road, there was a crash in the left uh, turning lane, causing a bit of a slowdown. Southbound Route 4, very slow getting past 260 because of a line painting operation. And that is along the left side. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. Hung up badly is Annapolis Forest Drive eastbound, closed at Young's Farm Road because of down wires from an earlier crash. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, uh, each with volume delays, same with 270, no particular incidents. Volume delays on the Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, as well as on the Virginia side. Outer Loop Beltway in Virginia is slowing down through Tyson's, getting through Merrifield, headed toward Annandale. Uh, team at the 495 Express Lanes wants you to know you can save time by getting into the Express Lanes now. Outer Loop is slow from Eisenhower to the Wilson Bridge. 95 northbound is quite slow from Quantico, most of the way up through Newington. Southbound just briefly slow at the Occoquan and uh, past Prince William Parkway, and not too bad beyond that. A couple of slow spots here and there. Headed through Stafford, 66 is running pretty freely. Interloop delay starts in Tyson's headed for Maryland. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Jordan Evans. Temperatures climbing into the 50s today. In fact, we'll be near 60 in several spots with a lot of sunshine, light winds. Enjoy the nice weather because Sunday will not be so nice. Once again, we are tracking rain and some wind moving in during the afternoon and evening. Looks like the heaviest rain will be Sunday night into Monday, and the strongest winds will also be during that time, gusting up to 45, even 50 miles per hour closer to the bay. So we'll have to be on alert as we go into the Sunday night and 
early Monday forecast. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. It's 58 in Bowie. We have 56 in Tyson's, and it's 58 here at WTOP. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310. Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour. Brought to you by... Brought to you by uh, Ian Crawford. Ian That's Crawford, yeah. <laughs> I'm, and I'm happy to do it, too. Yeah. Sean and John, some utility bills will be going up on January 1st. The Maryland Public Service Commission has approved BGE's request to increase gas and electricity rates. The yearly average rise for electric bills around 4 bucks a month. Natural gas customers will see a $10 a month increase. Plans for an expanded obstetrics unit at Doctors Community Medical Center in Lanham can move forward. Maryland's Health Care Commission has okayed a certificate of need application for Luminous Health to build a four-story women's health pavilion. Loudoun County Board of Supervisors has adopted a major rewrite in zoning rules. The Washington Business Journal reports the rules aren't being universally cheered by developers, but they do see the new zoning ordinances giving them a little more flexibility than earlier drafts. Heading toward a losing end to a winning week, the Dow off 52, the S&P off 9, the NASDAQ up 36. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Style, selection, color. You want it all? You want Regency Furniture. With hundreds of pieces arriving every day, you'll find just what you need to give your rooms a total refresh. Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Up next, the Commanders are not playoff contenders this year, but they can still play spoiler out in Los Angeles when they play the Rams this weekend. We're going to talk about it with WTOB Sports Director and Commanders Beat Reporter George Wallace. It's 312. Switch to Verizon and you'll save. Get in the holiday spirit, D.C. Verizon has an extra gift for you this season. You can save a lot. Get a $200 Verizon gift card when you join with one line. And get a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. Great deals from Verizon. Great deals from Verizon. There's never been a better time to switch. But this offer won't last forever. So hurry in. Switch to the network America relies on. Get a $200 gift card and a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. Visit your local Verizon store today. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required per phone. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port in per line. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. When you wake up to go to work, do you ever think about how important your job is? When you hear steam fitter as an occupation, what do you think of? The truth is... Most people don't know what a steam fitter is. More importantly, what we do and how much it impacts you. And to truly understand how important of a job it is, just take a moment to think about what your world would look like if you didn't have the ability to generate electricity, to have heating or air conditioning, microchip production, internet service, web-based storage, cellular service, medical gas systems and hospitals, lab gases for laboratories, pharmaceutical production, and frozen or refrigerated produce. Could you imagine? And these are just some of the things that we impact. The reality is that if steam fitters didn't install, retrofit, service, and maintain all the various systems that we are assigned to take care of, society would look completely different. Please visit steamfitters-602.org and let's talk about how we can bring value to you. 
Coming up, the Chargers make a big coaching change, and the Wizards look for their fourth win on the year. We'll have sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. What are you getting, Ashley, for Christmas? I'm still thinking jewelry, but my list is still long, and time's getting short. It's easy. Dominion Jewelers. I thought they only had custom jewelry. They are amazing at custom design, but also have a gorgeous selection of bracelets, earrings, and other unique handcrafted jewelry. The best part is the perfect gift is ready to wrap today. Handcrafted custom design jewelry. Dominion Jewelers. In the heart of Falls Church, we make it beautiful, you make it yours. By appointment only. Doing business is a pleasure with a pallet Scotch. Drive an automotive treasure, park it in your own garage. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Right now, get up to 20% off in stock 23 Ram 1500s. See dealer for details. Fair Oaks Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 315, good afternoon. I'm John Doman. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. The Washington Commanders return from their bye week and they head out west, taking on the L.A. Rams this Sunday afternoon. Joining us now with a preview is WTOP Sports Director and Commanders Beat reporter George Wallace. Now, George, 14 weeks into the season, if you're a playoff team, the bye is perfect. Perfect. Gives you a little bit of rest going into the playoffs. The Commanders are not, though. At this point, are they into it, or are they like, hey, we just got a taste of vacation. What are we doing here? Well, and that's what we talked to the players about this week. It's, like, it's, it's human nature. You've been going this long since summer. Your season is your 4-9. and nine. You get to this point, how hard is it to come back and focus for four weeks? Mm-hmm. You're not playing for anything. And they said, look, they're professional. They're, they did get refreshed over the bye. Uh, players say they're going to play for pride, and they're going to be professional about it and come out and play these last four games of the season because you're always putting things on tape, whether it's going to be here or elsewhere. So they, they're aware of that. But yeah, human nature, it's just got to be, got to be tough to come back. And then not only you're back, but then you're getting on a, a long flight out to LA and you have to go on a day early. It's going to be a long weekend too. So what should we be looking at when we watch uh, the Rams and commanders on Sunday? Your quarterback, Sam Howe. That mm-hmm. for me is the final four weeks of the season. That's what it, if I'm fans of this team, that's what you want to see, see how he continues to play. And uh, finishes out this season, his first full season as a quarterback. And let's see if he's going to break that sack record, huh? Shall we? He's at 58 sacks right now. <laughs> but let's hope not. Let's hope not. But no, I think Sam Howell is a big part of this. Uh, guys moving forward in these last four games and see how he uh, develops and continues to develop, I should say, because look, there's no secret there's going to be sweeping changes at the end of the year. So the new coach is supposed to, is going to have to make a decision on the quarterback. And if you have a draft pick that's pretty high, do you go take a quarterback or do you give Sam Howell the the, uh, the opportunity? So I think. A lot of changes are coming, um, but for me, I'm watching Sam Howell the rest of this four weeks. So this Rams team just had a gut-wrenching loss yeah. on Sunday in Baltimore, losing on a punt return in overtime. They're one game out of a playoff spot, and they have Sean McVay, who is uh, kind of a smart guy, and, and, right. and he likes to put some points up against his former <laughs> team that you know he coached for a long time ago. It's going to be tough, isn't it? It is going to be tough. Yeah, John. I mean, look, they scored 31 last week, 36, 37. Uh, the few weeks before that, Matt Stafford's playing pretty well. Uh, Paul Nakua's playing well. And they have a guy named Aaron Donald on defense, too. So uh, it's going to be tough for Washington. If you're the offensive line, we know has had a tough season for this squad. Uh, your challenge is Aaron Donald. You have to know where he is at all times. And look, Washington's secondary, Emmanuel Forbes, is coming off the injury. He's been out two weeks. He says he feels okay, but this Rams offense, likes to put up points, so that secondary is going to be tested for sure 
on Sunday. Definitely a tough task, especially the Rams. As you mentioned, a heartbreaking loss in just one game out of a playoff spot. All right, George, thanks much. Not much not much encouragement for you, did I? Yeah, you don't sound confident. Right, yeah. Thank you. All right, WTOP Sports Director, Commander Speed Reporter, George Wallace. Now a quick look at the top stories that we're working on at WTOP. Breaking news, the mother of the six-year-old boy who shot his teacher at a Newport News, Virginia elementary school earlier this year is sentenced to two years in prison. Also breaking, the Israeli Defense Forces say they mistakenly killed three Israeli hostages who are being held by Hamas in Gaza. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Bob Imler's in the traffic center. In the district, they just picked up the work zone on Canal Road. Listener says uh, between Arizona and Reservoir, they were alternating, but now traffic is getting by. But, of course, pretty long delays, and we're getting right into the rush hour. So don't expect that to clear out anytime soon. In Maryland, southbound Route 4 from 260 down to Ward Road, it is a line painting operational on the left side causing delays. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. In Annapolis, Forest Drive eastbound is closed and Young's Farm Road with down wires from an earlier crash. And as a result, uh, a lot of gridlock in Annapolis on Forest Drive, on Hilltop Road, and also on uh, Bay Ridge Avenue southbound as folks come down from 6th Street uh, getting down to Forest Drive on the other end of the closure. Southbound on I-97, slow getting off onto Route 3. The work zone remains at Watt Chapel, getting by single file there. And that is the reason for that delay. 95 Baltimore-Washington Parkway and 270. There, you just got volume delays. And, of course, you've got volume delays all around the Beltway. In Virginia, on the inner loop from Tyson's up to 270. In Maryland, through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. And on the outer loop, getting to the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge from Eisenhower. On 66, uh, brief slowdowns here and there. Same with 395 and 95. Uh, although northbound 95 is quite slow, really, from Quantico, most of the way up through Newington, but no incidents reported in the roadway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Nice day out there for your Friday. Temperatures already in the 50s and will be near 60 in several spots with all that sunshine. Light winds enjoy it because tomorrow we cool down just a couple of degrees down to 56. Then clouds will increase throughout your day, but no rain is expected until we get into Sunday afternoon. So the first half of Sunday looks dry. Will be overcast, a little humid too. Then the rain moves in after lunchtime. Rain picks up in intensity. Some heavy rain is possible Sunday night into Monday. And gusty winds as a strong storm system at least goes up the East Coast eventually into New York, potentially bringing some coastal flooding along the East Coast into New England. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Man, what a nice Friday afternoon here for the middle of December. 59 in Springfield, 58 in Laurel. We have 58 degrees downtown brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. If you like Bamboozled or Hollywood Shuffle, you're going to love American Fiction. I'm Jason Fraley. 321. The future depends on semiconductors. Semiconductors are the backbone of the global economy, and America should lead the development and manufacturing of this century's most essential technology. We can't risk another chip supply chain failure that creates shortages. America needs to lead in chips, and American chip leadership starts with Intel. Our innovations help the United States lead in critical industries like medicine, transportation, and defense. And Intel's essential research and development is done right here in America. With support from the CHIPS Act, we're investing $100 billion over five years, expanding America's ability to build leading-edge chips. That's good for America's security, prosperity, and jobs. 
Intel's investments are putting America back on the path to technology leadership. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter. On Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. Another shooting's taking place in the district today. D.C. police telling WTOP it happened just after 8 o'clock this morning on Hamlin Street in Northeast. Police say the man died there at the scene. That was in the Edgewood neighborhood. No other details available at this time, but keep it here for updates. 323 electric car owners in one part of our area will soon be able to charge their cars a little closer to home. They'll be in areas where charging stations aren't readily available. For many households, especially those living in condominiums or homeowners associations, they don't have a driveway of their own. John Morrill with the county says it's part of a pilot program. The 10 neighborhoods picked so far will work with an engineering firm on logistics. The ability to to charge at home is seen as a major convenience. But some homeowner associations are finding costs is a barrier, even with the county covering part of the installation fee. They're getting quotations in the range of twenty dollars to $45,000. Moral hopes more chargers will make owning an electric car easier. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. And now the Aces and Entertainment Report with Jason Fraley. Brought to you by MGM National Harbor. He was named Best Film of the Year by the Washington Area Film Critics Association. American Fiction opens in select cities today before going nationwide next week. More with WTOP's entertainment editor, Jason Fraley. A serious author is told he's not black enough, so he jokingly pens a novel of stereotypes that becomes acclaimed by the white literary community. Look at what they publish. Look at what they expect us to write. I just want to rub their noses with it. Jeffrey Wright leads a cast of all-stars with Tracy Ellis Ross of Girlfriends, Erica Alexander of Living Single, Sterling K. Brown of This Is Us, and Issa Rae of Insecure. Don't expect a laugh-out-loud comedy like Robert Townsend's Hollywood Shuffle or Spike Lee's Bamboozled. This film's tone is more subdued than its trailers suggest. But that's precisely what makes it great is Cord Jefferson balances family drama with biting satire and a social commentary for one of the year's best. I'm WTOP film critic Jason Fraley giving American fiction four and a half out of five stars. When was your last visit to MGM National Harbor? Did you dance the night away after some salsa lessons at Diablo's Cantina? Were you one of our hundreds of daily jackpot winners? Did you see your favorite star up close in our 3,000-seat theater? Or did you indulge in the seafood tower and Parker House rolls at Voltaggio Brothers Steakhouse? Maybe it's time for another visit to MGM National Harbor. Monumental happens here. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. All right, George Wallace here. George, I guess if your team gets boat raced by your closest rival, uh, the coach's job is in danger, and that's what's happening in L.A. It is, Sean. Yeah, Brandon Staley out of a job after a 63-21 loss 
to the Raiders last night. And I don't even think it was that close, right? I don't, I don't think it was that close. No. 42 nothing at the half. That thing was over. Staley went 24-24 and in his short time with the Chargers. Had a lot of upside, but uh, many thought this move would have happened in January after they lost that playoff game in which they had a 27 nothing lead over 